Greetings and welcome to the God Loves You Period podcast. On this episode, Scott, Terry, and Amy talk turkey, traditions, and thankfulness. Talk turkey. Hey, and welcome to the God Loves You Period, the podcast. What? I'm Scott. I'm Terry. And I'm Amy. We are glad you're with us. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking about Thanksgiving or maybe one weeks one, two, and three of November. And so our question of the day to get us started right now is what are three things for which you are grateful for this year? Three things this year. Who wants to go first? I will. All right, Terry. I am thankful. Uh, I'm always thankful for my house and that... Uh, it's paid off. It gives me really, I know that's like a thing, but I really am thankful for that. It gives me comfort and safety and security. Um, I am so thankful for the new living community that we found for my mom. She is so happy. It's called Brookdale. If anyone needs advice about it, let me know. I can help you out. And then um, I am really thankful for, I am getting a daughter. I am finally getting a daughter Woo! next week, in fact. So, yeah. Oh, you're wedding? pregnant? I'm oh my God, daughter. Scott! He's such a jerk sometimes, but nonetheless, um, that means you're young. That's right. <laughs> anyway, or, or Sarah, immaculate conception. My wonderful Luke, uh, my younger son, is getting married, and um, I am getting a daughter. Her there name is go. Nisa. I'm so thrilled. Congratulations, Gary. Well, the three things I'm thankful for are my family, um, my relationship with Macon, my husband. He's just the best. Um, my sweet dog. And then speaking of weddings, I've had, I a feel lot. like this is the year <laughs> of bridesmaids, the 27 dresses, but it's given an opportunity for my friends from college to kind of have reunions every couple of months uh, from all my friends' weddings. And so my last wedding that I'm a bridesmaid in, this makes number nine, is my friend Allie. And so I I'm just really thankful for my friends and the time we've had together. Um, and then uh, the young, one year anniversary of the gathering place. Oh, that's right. This year. And so it's been a really busy, but good year. How about you, Scott? What are you All right. So for? my three things, I'm really glad I don't have to wear a mask anymore. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, that's a big one for me. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm really glad we got our dog Khaleesi this year. Mm, she she's is the beautiful. mother of dragons and pure energy and peed on Amy's floor she yesterday. Did. She peed on my carpet. <laughs> and uh, then we got to go to England again this year. <laughs> Uh, to lead a trip, and that was a lot of fun to go to England. Those are three things I'm grateful for. It's the season of Thanksgiving, so I thought maybe we could talk about and unpack some things around Thanksgiving. Like, what does it mean to give thanks? How do you develop an attitude of gratitude? What does it mean to be content, and how does contentment tie into gratitude? So let's get kicking. I mean, what does it mean? What does it mean to give thanks? I think it's an acknowledgement that a gift has been given, whether it is a physical gift like you write a thing you know my mom taught me if you got a gift you got to write a thank you card oh, afterwards Lord. absolutely but it, a recognition that the good things that are happening in your life are gifts they're yeah. often undeserved um mm -hmm. good things and so my relationship with my husband what a gift mm -hmm. my my beautiful community and friends it's a gift and so it's an acknowledgement that you have have gifts, have blessings in your life. Yeah, one definition for give thanks I saw is it's appreciating gifts and blessings that we're not entitled to. Sounds like grace. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> sounds exactly like grace, an undeserved gift. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think thanks is, is it's a, an outward acknowledgement also. You know, when you say thank you, um, you acknowledge another person and what they've done or or just acknowledging what others have done or given. Do you ever get uncomfortable when someone thanks you? 
I do. I do. I get really. I, I get un, I get queasy with like, Oh, I want to thank you so much to miss. I'm like, dude, lighten up, man. I was just, you know, that's no big deal, right? But I guess. Well, like I, I have people come to me all the time. Thank you for your service, like strangers, and when they find out that I sometimes because you were in the navy, right? A, and they'll see my people. They'll see oh. my license plate mm-hmm. that says, and they're like, oh, thank you for your service. And I actually, uh, it's a very wonderful new thing that has popped up and started happening and so i think it's great but at the same time sometimes you don't know exactly what to say i like being thanked <laughs> i think i, get, I just want to thank you for being on the podcast oh, you're welcome scott anytime um i get uncomfortable with compliments if someone is complimentary i'm like oh gosh well yeah that's a lot of time but, thank you hey this meant so much blah blah yeah i guess if it's the same you know i have a thank you i don't get too uncomfortable about but like Someone's really hyping you up. My, my cheeks get flushed. But I don't, it's nice to be appreciated, it too. Is. Or it's yeah. nice to be noticed that what you've done meant a lot. So Well, yeah, I, I, I get I it. I cherish it. When somebody thanks you, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. You know, there, I mean, I, I tell you what, a pivotal moment for me was when I was a youth director. We had gone on this really long trip. I can't remember if it was a mission trip or a ski trip. But it was one of those trips you drove all day in the bus. You were exhausted. There were teenagers screaming and hollering the whole time. <laughs> And we got back, and like 30 of them, because it was a big bus, 30 of them piled off, and not one of them said a stinking word to me about it. Mm-hmm. And then one. Like nobody never, noticed. Nobody noticed. I remember one, Cheryl Scott. Always remember Cheryl Scott. Uh, she, like, went to her mom's car to get in the car, and then she came running back in. She goes, I just want to thank you. I had the best time. Thanks so much. for mm-hmm. the, Like, I was freaking, I was ready to go again, just on that <laughs> moment. So there is some. Well, you know, when, when we really drill down on it, thank you is a word of affirmation, right? So and that's exactly the story you're sharing, that people got off the bus and didn't really notice, or at least didn't tell you that they noticed that you'd done something. Even if it's, I mean, as, a, as an employee and an mm-hmm. employer, it's so often for us, it's so important for us as leaders to um, affirm those that are working, that we see and appreciate what they're doing, because our first response is to think nobody gives a rip about what I'm doing, mm. yeah. and nobody notices. And so sometimes we all need those words of affirmation and thank you. And I you. think it, it helps prevent burnout, too, with volunteers, mm-hmm. people who do a lot of stuff. Like, if they know huh. that they're appreciated, I, I think that burnout could be I mean, I think of like thankless jobs yeah. like educators or public service people, first responders, like the. I love the trash man. Oh. I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, job. unnoticed profession. Oh, I could be the trash man. I could do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> right on the back of that trash. Yeah. You know, on that, I saw somebody posting on social media, so you know it's true. Um, <laughs> um, they're posting on social media. One of the things that they're celebrating this month is they're writing a thank you letter a day someone Ooh. that might be an interesting challenge you're listening to the podcast what would it be like for you to write a thank you letter every day from now until thanksgiving Ooh, do you know that it's in my notes so i actually <laughs> We're glad you took notes i i came prepared amy's for this, awesome but researchers at i think it was penn university discovered that when you delivered at least one letter of gratitude to someone per week. So this person's doing it every single day. Their happiness increased by 10% and their depressive symptoms decreased by an astonishing who's, 35. Who's the the writer. The, the writers. Writer. Not not the one who received it, but the writer of the thank so you. If I letter. write a thank you letter to you, I feel better about myself. There seems 10%. No, you don't feel better about yourself. You just have a more enjoyable You're, day. Well, it's there's a lot of research behind 
um, gratitude and happiness True. and how having a, a disposition of gratitude and performing practices of gratitude, like the thank you note once a week or a thank you note once a day. I'm impressed by this person. I hope they fulfill that. But it can reduce symptoms of depression yeah. and increase stuff. So it has a good healthy effect on you too when you're the one giving the gratitude. I try that one Lent for a season of Lent. I did three notes a day. Ooh. People. Wow, that's Did you a keep lot. up with it? That's yeah, it. I did it all 40 days. 120 notes I sent out. I may, wow. I may, I may do this for the rest of this season. Uh, thank you. Maybe, maybe um, switching gears a, a little bit on this, if we think about it, that we've all said we we need to thank because it's an expression of uh, gratitude for the gift. It, mm-hmm. it makes us feel better mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we thank. It actually, even though it makes me feel uncomfortable at times, it also builds me. Do we think God needs us to thank God? Do we need to thank God? Yes. Why, why is it hard to thank God? I mean, do you thank God? I think that God doesn't need us to thank him. I think we are the ones who, just like that the study from Penn University said that we are the ones who benefit from practices of gratitude. When we thank God, when we acknowledge and become dependent on what God has done in our lives, we're the ones who benefit. So, well, you, when you don't think it makes you uncomfortable, to think God needs something. Does I don't know. Well, oh, no, you're, oh, you're, theologian, you're the one that does God. To, I mean, I get God doesn't probably God doesn't need it for. I God's think He self-esteem. appreciates it, right? I think it. I mean, I, I don't know. I've always felt like our our job as creation, right, is to glorify and magnify right. Him, and Jesus. so when we are thankful, when we can be thankful and have gratitude for what we have, mm-hmm. we are we are. I don't. Throughout, aren't we directed? You know, humble yourself. We we need to be content with with what we have, where we're at. I, 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 you know, a lot of prayer stuff. When you read books on prayer and all that, they talk about you need to be thanking God. You need to be, you know, and I, we don't do that a lot. Of, maybe 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 it's me. Maybe y'all do, but it's not a lot of God. You know, what is it? Psalm one thirty six. Thanks to the Lord, mm-hmm. His love and God's love endures well, forever. It and then it lists his... out all the stuff God's done yeah. over and over. Give thanks to the Lord mm-hmm. that He, you know, slaughtered the Egyptians. Give thanks to the Lord that He. <laughs> it recognizes us His sovereignty. Right? I mean, but give thanks. I mean, do we do we stop and give thanks to God on a regular basis? And what would that be like in our spiritual lives mm-hmm. if, in some way, we created this habit? of being thankful to God for what God has done. I I have a girlfriend, and when um, she um, went through a pretty ugly divorce, and uh, to help her soul and her focus on God, she decided in the first year after her divorce, she would post every day on Facebook what she did and how she was thankful for what happened in her life that day. And she's on like year two or year three. It was mm-hmm. so successful for her that and every day she puts a little post on Facebook on what she did today and how she's thankful for it. Mm-hmm. it was, it's amazing. The things, because some mornings I wake up trying to write down something I'm grateful for. Yeah. And I really struggle. Like, struggling with that. Like, well, this is just everyday life. But you know what? She finds gratitude in everyday life yeah. moments. Well, that, that's how I want, I want to go there, Terry. Mm-hmm. Even down the tangent, I want to go down. Like, I have been trying for the last two months, I think it is. I was reading some somewhere to do this in my daily journaling. Five things for which I am grateful, one thing for which I am worried or concerned about, and two action items I need to do today, right? Mm-hmm. The five grateful things is a freaking struggle for me constantly. And the one thing I'm worried about turns into 27. 
Mm-hmm. You know, well, do you fact, feel like you're just kind of giving basic well, answers? Like, I'm grateful no, for no, my family. No, that's, that's the problem. I'm trying not to do the basic stuff. So uh-huh. That's where I'm going. Like, like the, I, I've, I've even gotten to the point. I'll admit this: that my, my one thing that I'm worried about, besides these three big things that I have, and then I'll list out one thing for the day. So I always have like four or five of those. But I'm wondering: am I looking for such big stuff to be right. grateful for that I don't see the my, my the small things mm. and is it trivial to say the same stuff over and over again i'm like you you copped out with the answer of my family my family my dog my, my friends well, my family wanna, my husband my dog i, I mean, want to share with you my girlfriend's stuff okay because it's i'm just so impressed with her for example today she's like i got to squeeze my grandbaby today that was her thankful thing she got to be with like her shawmy. grandchild <laughs> she got to see and spend time with her she's the little girl's like in first grade um yesterday she posted I got in a fender bender today. I'm so glad it wasn't worse. Everybody walked away just fine. My car needs a little TLC. Like, that was what... She turned a really awful thing. We, you could have obviously thought about it pretty bad. Oh, my gosh. I have to spend all this money. I got in a fender bender. No. She was like, I'm so thankful it wasn't worse. You know? She she turned her lemons into lemonade. I, don't, mm-hmm. I want to talk about that for our next week's podcast. Okay, next week. Next week's podcast is turning, turning lemons into lemonade. <laughs> give thanks in all circumstances. In all oh, circumstances. gotta love Paul, man. Right. Seriously. Okay. All right. well, that, that's <gasps> next week. But that, but well, back to being, I mean, I, I appreciate yeah, yeah. finding finding small things to be grateful right, for. Right. Mm-hmm. It, Everyday does that things. help develop? I have a thought. So um, I, a couple weeks ago, went to see one of my favorite, favorite um uh, preachers Nadia Boltz Weber. Oh yeah, and her her name you know, dropper. I know I she's the best. But um, oh, Kate would be sad you said that. Well, well, Kate's my favorite uh, <laughs> American Christianity professor. Okay, Anyhow. so anyway, so Nadia Boltz Weber, uh, her talk was on anxiety and how there's so many things to be anxious for, and she used that classic, you know, the lilies of the field and don't worry for the birds. And she's like, "What if Jesus was like, yeah, look at some birds today. Look at some flowers. Like, take stock of the very, very tiny." minute things that you pass you pass by flowers every day and you just walk on by them yeah take a look at the lilies take a look at the little stuff that we don't take for granted what that we do take for granted and what a miracle it is that that there was life amongst it and I know that's kind of cheesy and it's kind of small but since then I've been like ooh, look, look at those birds chirping look at that beautiful flower it's the small stuff that makes life Colorful and vibrant. Amy's much nicer than me when she's talking about notice the things in your life that you have. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I really should be more thankful for my car every day. Like, <laughs> at least you're. Well, you're I, I'm not. At least you're thankful Jesus. for humanity. Your, your car's much nicer. Than I am. I am. No, but, but I'm being thankful <laughs> yeah, for a month for for. A thing, and she's being thankful for nature. I'm quoting Jesus here. Jesus is the one who said to look at the birds and the flowers. What I'm getting to is, I do think part of my problem, part of our problem, is we think try to have to something fabulous. Gratitude. Why? Why can't we find gratitude in, in the simple? Simple and like, like man, I I got Bono's new book the other day, Surrender. Man, I am all over that stinking thing. That's I, awesome. I, I should, I should mm-hmm. put that in the journal. You I should. should. Be grateful. You know, for that and, and, and mm-hmm. just and I think maybe if I can dial down a little bit and quit looking for the majestical, wonderful or, or the, you know, I guess maybe I'm thinking somebody's going to read through my journal one day and go, oh, 
what an idiot. He was thankful, you know, kind of, maybe maybe I can just be comfortable with the little things and that'll help mm-hmm. me develop that. I think as Americans, even if we just, if we could focus just on the abundance that we have, like as we're sitting here talking, I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I'm thankful that I actually put food in the crock pot that's today. Right, that's me comparing myself to everybody else and it always no, but, leads me down a dangerous stretch. No, I don't, I'm not, I don't want us to compare ourselves to others, but I have abundance in my life that I'm True. ignoring right. is my I, point. I, I don't have a problem if you say you have abundance in your life, but when you say I have a, a more than somebody else. I mean, we do. We I just do. meant that uh, as Americans, uh, we yeah. have a lot of abundance. That's all well, I meant. <laughs> well, no, I think a, a major life lesson, I, I'll never forget this. Um, I don't know if I've shared this before, but um, my mom went to Cuba, which is her home country, in probably like 2010 or something like that. And I didn't go with her. I was. Uh, she returned back from her trip, and we were in the grocery store, and we were in the bread section, and she crumbles down to the floor sobbing in the <gasps> middle of the grocery store. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm embarrassed. My mom is crying, in the sobbing store. in the grocery store. And she's like, look at all these options we have for bread. And she's like, I, I was this close to not having that in my life. And so it was like a moment for me where I'm, I'll never forget the bread aisle and like, look at all these choices we have. And Scott, you do make a good, you know, the, the Bible says not to covet. That's like what, number 10 on the, <laughs> uh, you know, 10 right. commandments not to covet. And so like when we covet, we, we could either go up, we get jealous of like that person has a much right, better right, car right, than I do. Right. But if we go down, she, she if, has a much better car than you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. My Toyota Corolla is in rough shape right now. Um, but if we look down as well, we're we're looking, you know, we're robbing the dignity of someone else who like, yeah, I'm looking down at someone. Well, at least my car is not as bad right. as that person. But they could have worked really hard for that yeah. car. Join us next time on the God Loves You Period podcast as Scott, Terry, and Amy continue their conversation on thankfulness.